guys, welcome back to Monday. I'm your host, Angela Blessing. You're tuning in to Jive Talk Sports Podcast. Um, I have an amazing topic today, maybe more of an awareness topic today. Um, I was going to do an interview with Averson, which he is a former um, college football um, player. Also, he trains um, athletes and so forth. But I definitely want to hit on mental illness or, you know, depression and so forth. And I'm going to read from an article in a little bit um, about other athletes that have suffered uh, with the, I mean, mental illness or some type of depression and anxiety and so forth. Because it's very real in, in this world, whether we want to believe it or not. Other people, people seek certain things to get them through the way and allow them to cope with stress and so forth. And some people need more deeper help, more, you know, other than family members and so forth, so forth. So, uh, and if you don't know, the, mar- the, um, the month of May is Mental Health Awareness Month, which we should be doing that all year round, checking in with our strong friends, even our friends that's not doing so well, and family members and so forth. Uh, Mental Health Month was established in 1949 to increase awareness of the importance of mental health and wellness in America lives and to celebrate recovery from mental health illness and um it's so important that you have a balance in your life and not only with playing sports you definitely have to check yourself all the time and before I start with my um with the topic I promise I won't be for you with you guys long I definitely want to read an article that I posted on my Facebook um about this young lady from um she's so um, college student Arlene Miller leaves heartbreaking message on Instagram minutes before she commits suicide. And it's sad. It's very sad. So I'm going to read what she said. And she was a cheerleader too. So if I can actually open this because it's in praise. May this day bring me rest and peace. I have fought this urge since my early teenage years. I give this life all the fight. You said all the fight I had. To everyone who has entered my life, I am so grateful and I I can only imagine how this may find you. I have been surrounded by people uh, who may have honestly thought that I was okay, but I haven't been okay for a while. I struggled so much through just just these years alone from, um, she said, from COVID to tearing my uh, ACL and nearly fell in all of my classes. To the people in my life, I pray you learn to um, vocalize your feelings and get help always. I felt at that. I felt at that, and I'm afraid it's too late. Mom, thank you so much. I pray you know I'm at. What should I? I pray that you know I'm at rest now. You would have given anything to see me happy. You have given me everything to see me. You have given me everything to see me happy. I'm happy in the water, where everything is still and, and peaceful. I have written so many suicide notes in my life, but I finally, I've reached my end. I hope that this teaches everyone to check on your strong friends. Be present always. I'm conducting, I'm, what she said, she's conducting myself by never giving up. I know that I'm letting a lot of people down, but what I'm out to do, but truth is I have enough. So I want to, I'm going to keep reading this because it's sad. So basically she, she felt like that. At, you know, where I was reading between the lines and I'm not going to associate a lot of stuff was going wrong in her life. And a lot of people are not able to cope with that, that type of um, baggage. But I know what God said that he give us enough 
to where we can handle stuff. He also take he also told us to take upon his yoke, and his yoke is lightly also. You know, um, I'm gonna talk about myself on a different thing, on different um, time. I just want to get you guys to let you know you're not alone. There's other athletes, A-star athletes that have suffered from mental illness or had to take a step back to take care of their self or it became too much in life. You know, many times in my life, I wanted to hurt myself. I wanted to give up. You know, I wanted, you know, even at the breaking point, even when everything was thrown at me and I was like, what the use of me keep going on and this keep happening, this keep happening. I know that this is developing me to be a stronger person. I'm, I'm honestly five, six months ago, I'm, a, I'm way better than I am now. And I don't think a lot of people understood I was in a dark place maybe four or five months ago. It was still a lot of people knocking on my door. Hey, can you come to the um, gym and film me? Can you come to the football field and film me? Can you do an interview? And, and because I didn't want to say no, you know, I went along with it. But at this point, I had stopped. A lot of people don't understand why I have stopped for a moment. I haven't stopped. I'm still doing videos and editing and stuff. But at this moment, I had to take a step back so that I can learn how to balance myself out and allow myself to you know, um, allow me some free time, allow me to be who I am in life and not always have, I don't always have to say yes. I don't care how mad people get at these times of the day. I don't always have to say yes. And I put, um, money cannot buy happiness, nor can it make things disappear. You can have all the, uh, you can have all the support and the team and the, the amazing team around you, but still feel lost. Is that inner, is that inner struggle or maybe you haven't been, pressure of being the best that you can like your father went to college and he was the a star in the nfl or the track you know won the olympics and so forth and sometimes it can be that pressure a lot of um athletes have lost their life through um suicide mental illness stress and they feel like they couldn't tell anyone or they you know it's sad it's very sad because it's touching me right now today and so i'm gonna read from an article um that I have been posting. Anyway, you guys can go on my page on Instagram, Jive Talk 7102. And you don't have to follow me because I do post a lot, but definitely show me some support. Like some of my stuff. You ain't got to say anything or whatsoever. Just like some of my stuff. Or you can go on our main page, which is um, we're under the umbrella of um, Virtuous Entertainment which we have Real Talk with Angela West is me and the Jive Talk Sports Podcast. And we have other podcasts and other program shows there. You can go there. So I'm reading from this article called Spotify It. Um, I'm not going to read about all the athletes, but I'm going to read about some of them uh, to just to cut down time and read what they said about. So Dwayne Johnson, which is the rock, if you guys haven't known him, he plays in um, the, uh, wrestling. He plays a lot of movies and his dad was a former uh, wrestler too you know god rest his soul he not too long will pass away so the rock proved that no one is immune to mental health struggles when he opened up about his own bouts of anxiety and depression steaming back to his days playing college football for the university of miami a football standout in college johnson nfl dreams were sidelined by injuries that prevented him from from being chosen in the 1995 NFL draft. After a few months playing for a Canadian football league, Johnson was cut and his football career came to an end. Johnson cites getting getting injured and his mother's suicide attempt when he was 15 years old as events that caused him to bounce to to come of depression, anxiety, and I did not know that. Dwayne Johnson, can you, 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 
A person can look good on the inside, but they can be all going through all this mess in the inside. Years later, Johnson began to realize the power of sharing his own story, even making his center plot point in his um, hit sitcom, Yum Rock. Johnson has helped to break the stigma that getting mental health assistance isn't masculine and he continues to share his story. He said, got tons, this is one of his Twitters he posted in 2018, got tons of responsibility to, to this. Thank you. We go through the sludge, he cussed, and depression never discriminates. Took me a long time to realize it, but the key is to not be afraid to open up, especially us dudes have a tendency to keep it in and you're not alone. And that's true. Dudes tendency have to, to keep stuff in. I have to, I don't force my boys because I have five boys to talk. I'll let them come because usually when they come down, they'll come to me and talk to me. And I can always tell the one that's really going through it when something is on his mind and stuff and so forth. So, you know, um, we're going to read another, my, my, uh, Michael Phelps. I never knew Phelps. I'm tired of saying his name wrong. He's, um, he's a, uh, multiple, mostly um olympics um gold medals winner um and uh, he said um he may be the most um decorated olympic athlete of all time but at one point michael phil's battle with depression anxiety got so bad he considered taking his own life at a conference for the kennedy former phillips confessed he fell into a major state of depression after um every olympics phillips who was charged with driving under the influence in 2004 and photographed smoking from a, a bong a few years later, used drugs and alcohol as a way to self-medicate and to help escape his feelings. Phillips recalls that after the 2012 Olympics, he suffered the hardest fall, resulting in him uh, complaining in his life. That's when the 28th time Olympic medalist knew he needed to get himself seeking inpatient, um, inpatient treatment that helped him get comfortable talking about his feelings. I struggled with anxiety and depression and questioned whether or not I wanted to be alive anymore. It was when I hit this low that I decided to reach out and ask for help of a licensed therapist. This decision unlimited, ultimately, sorry help me save my life and you don't have to wait for things and you know it's amazing because i understand not understand i understand where he coming from but it's like you're going through something in your life for for instance me as a child growing up being molested being unloved coming from a broken home i chose before alcohol i chose to run track and that was my that was my fix my temporary fix and after track season was over it, I became depression, angry again, and I didn't know what to do. So at the age of 16, yes, this young, I started drinking alcohol. Yeah, who was selling a 16-year-old alcohol? But I was, I was getting drunk. I was alcoholic at 16. I was trying to numb the pain. I wanted to hide myself from the world. And by me drinking that alcohol, it made me be somebody else that I couldn't be when I was sober. It, had, it allowed me to hide my insecurities, my the unstableness, my unloveness, and my dysfunctionness. And when I drank, I was just, I you know, I was just raw. I, I was awful though. I was just, just down look awful. Uh, Kevin Love, inspired athlete who have had depression to speak up. And I posted him on my page. The Cavalier, uh, Cav uh, Cleveland Cavaliers, Kevin Love has suffered in silence for most of his life relying on basketball to manage what he calls a long-time battle with social anxiety. After he suffered a panic attack 
during a game against the Atlanta Hawks. Love left the game facing questions uh, criticism from teammates who didn't know he suffered from depression. Have uh, Love began to speak out. Um, he began to speak out. Love became the NBA's face of mental health when he published his first person essay from the Players' Tribute. I followed by a complying interview with ESPN Jackie McMullen pulling the veil of depression, anxiety, and uh, pro sports. Love encouraged others to speak your truth and credits speaking out and helping others with bringing him face. And that's amazing because a lot of people don't understand and they will call you a sellout. And, you know, you look at um, a couple of the tennis players I know that had to pull out, like Naomi, as I'm saying her name right, she had to pull out. She, you know, we go through stuff because the pre- sometimes the pressure is on you to do so much and you can only do what you can do. And the people don't realize you're only human. You have Serena Williams had to pull back and check her mental health because she was going through situation. And I'm going to talk about her, Serena Williams, despite being one of the most successful athletes of all time and definitely on any GOAT go. nomination shortlist, tennis star Serena Williams revealed in 2011 she has suffered depression. Since losing uh, Wimbledon, 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 listen guys, I can't pronounce these words, but anyway, throughout her story career since then, Williams has taken breaks to deal with depression, even suffering from what she called postpartum, postpartum emotions. Following the birth of her daughter, Olympia, in 2017, a year after Olympia's birth, Williams revealed she was still grappling with the highs and lows of depression and revealing Instagram posts. Williams credit communication and therapy with helping her manage depression while sometimes going so far as to step away from tennis in order to get her mind right. And that's good. You have to sometimes step away from things. And sometimes it's hard because people with children, especially multiple children, you don't have anybody that's there to help you. And, and, and even just being there for someone for 30 minutes, allowing them to take a bath or because they're not worrying about their babies crying or even going to eat something for 30 minutes, that 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 is a blessing within this self um last week we um and she was talking about depression so she has them on this so i'm gonna talk about somebody else but don't never don't 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 ever get by beside yourself thinking that you have to do this when you're not balanced enough when you're off balance because it will leave you on a spiral downfall that you will either click on someone or end up hurting yourself or even someone you really love and some people like i said some people they want to take medicine. That's the route they want to take. And some people need to talk to a therapist and some people want to talk to their apostles or their pastors. And some people need to talk to loved ones. But sometimes that can't, that won't even be enough. As you see with the young lady I spoke about earlier, the cheerleader who, who entered her life because she was going through so much and she felt like by taking her life, that would be the easy way out. But that still left more pain than peace, you know, and it's sad. Um, San Antonio Spurs, uh, DeMar Derrison opens up. The Spurs, uh, uh, former Toronto Raptors star, has always seemed larger than life, even as one of the NBA's most sought-after players. But during the 2018 overseas, faced with downtime and a break for a distraction of the NBA grind, the star forward found himself in a deep depression, seemingly out of nowhere, then uh, the then 28-year-old star took a Twitter to share what he was going through. This depression gets the best of me. Mm. Mm. Crying out for help. 
why Twitter took fans, uh, why he took fans and teammates by surprise. The Compton, California native told the Toronto Star, it's not nothing I'm, I'm against or ashamed of. Now at my age, I understand how many people go through it. Even if it's just somebody that can look at it and like, he's, he goes through it and he's still out there being successful and doing this, I'm okay with that. And yeah, and so, you know, it's crazy because like I said, again, people don't know what you're going through. They, they figure they see you dressed all nicely and you're, you're fine. You're not fine. You know, I know a lot of athletes that after they hurt themselves, they go through depression and, 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 and anxiety and worration and go to dark place. I have one of my friends, I'm not going to say his name. He is um, a former NFL player. He actually plays overseas. Um, we was talking about, and he told me, he said, Angie, he said, man, he said, you know, I was stressed. I was in some dark place. I was like in some dark, dark. And I knew that because I, by seeing him, because sometimes you can tell what a person is going through because of their residue that's on it, because what you went through. Some, most of the case, sometimes we, we tend to ignore it because we don't want to deal with it because we got other stuff going on. But sometimes you can tell when someone's going through something. And that's when you want to say, hey, are you okay? What's, do I need to do something? Do you want to talk? Do you want to cry? Do you want to tell something? But you have to be an open door, but you also got to remember and remain confidential unless the person is talking about harm and somebody else or, or his, he, her, hers, his or she's herself or whatever. You know, life is precious. Peace, that peace that surpasses all understanding is amazing. And guys, if you hear a baby in the background crying, because I'm actually in my daughter's office recording because I do help her with her two children, <laughs> uh, four-month-old and two-year-old, Harmony and Love. And so I do, I do my rounds. I do my, I do my Disney grandmother's ways now all the time because my, my Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sundays are for me and for my work and for my business. <laughs> and occasionally I'll give in and be like, okay, I'll, I'll watch them, but you won't have to pay me. Not all the time, but sometimes because <laughs> I need that gas money. I need that gas money. Yes, I do. Uh, we're going to talk about somebody else. So we're going to talk about. Uh, before I end this, because I want to be long with you. And it said, while the world respond with shock and sometimes disgust, the tennis star Naomi announced she was dropping out the French Open for personal reason, adding herself to the growing list of professional athletes who have talked about mental health from, you know, the, the, the ones that we recently just talked about and so forth. And then, um... I was just watching, which is not sports related. I, I love documentary. I love history. I always been that child. I love history. And um, I was watching a documentary of Natalie, Natalie Wood, who was a Hollywood star actress, a, a very amazing one at that fact. And um, but anyways, long story short, if you don't know who she is, look it up. Um, behind scenes, you would never know that she was going through um, depression and anxiety. And she tried to commit suicide by swallowing pills. And a good thing her friend was there because he said he felt like it was a cry for help because she knocked on the door and they had to rush her to the hospital. You know, so make long story short, she said she felt like she had to always prove herself because she was the one that was always supporting her family, you know, being, um, a star, um, a child star actress all the way up to her, before she died, she was still making movies. And so, you know, you'd be surprised of the people that put on a mask, masking 
their emotions and masking their feel, their true feelings only to remove it at home and they be all lost. You could be in, the, and again, you could be in the house full of loved ones and so forth and still feel lost. That's that inner root thing. That's that, that's that, when that's that, that, that entity, that spirit that speaks to you, that, that speaks into your ear gates, causing you to do things that you don't want to do, you know, and that's another story we can talk about. But myself, I have, I had, I am healed and delivered. I have been, I want to say a victim. I have overcome depression and anxiety. I, I used to try to run myself off the road. I used to try to drink myself to, I couldn't drink no more. You know, and looking back on it, it was sad because I was 16 years old crying out for help. And either no one saw my cries or heard my cries or they saw it and ignored it and they want to get didn't want to do anything with it because they probably felt like I was just a bad child. You know, even Miss Parker, I love her. Uh, when I ran track, because I was one of the fastest uh, girls in my um, seventh grade year, uh, Webb uh, Web Middle School, I was so fast. Uh, but God had other plans for me. She knew. And I I wrote a poem. I got a fine. I said, when I, I said, when I, my feet hit the tracks, I find away all my issues of life, all my problems, all the hate and anger and rage that I have. As I my feet hit the track, my wings begin to open up and I begin to fly, only to reach the finish line and they come running all back to me again. Ain't that something? Mental illness is a, a powerful entity. And if you don't get help, if you don't get the right people in your corner, or you don't seek prayer or even you know, talk to God if you choose to, you know, it's a battle. If we're on the battlefield, we're battling for people's lives and souls with this entity, this, this, this mental health situation. But we need to address it year round, not just one month, along with domestic violence, along with uh, child trafficking and human trafficking. Also, all of that, we need to address that year round missing children missing adults we need to address this all year round it just don't need just one one month of our attention and to any athlete that may have suffered injuries or or didn't make it into the nfl there's other leads out there that's next to the nfl that you still be able to support your families there's other people out there that want to get their merch and their products up that you can be a part of and, and, and and connect with them and be and they can sponsor you there's other teams out there that you can go to and try that would want you there to all anyone that wants to play basketball and there's other leagues out there other than nba that will be happy to accept you and so forth I mean, everybody else sports cheerleader whatever your life matters your soul matters every tear that you drop matters every time you go hide in the room or in your car and you cry out God hears you. He hears you. And I want you to literally overcome this. I want you to go seek help for anyone that's contemplating harming yourself. Anyone that may decide that life is not worth it. Life is worth it. We go through hard times in life. We go through things in life that we don't understand it, but it is definitely worth it. It's, it's a lot of people that suffer from the disease right here because that's what it is, a disease. It's a disease. So if anyone you know having a struggle with mental illness, I want you to call the suicide hotline and the number is 
you're looking for the number. Suicide hotline. You're not alone. Confidential help is available for free by calling National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 800-273-8255 or going to suicidepreventionlifeline.org. See, she spoke for you guys. So, man, you might hit my door and I'm back now. So, I'm going to go home because there's no yelling in my house because there's no children there. <laughs> but three teenagers and they're doing their own little thing anyway. You know, they grow up. But, you know, but I pray for your 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 heart, your mind, and soul that you find the right person and the positive right outlet to overcome the disease. You know, nothing's too hard for God. Nothing. You know, I don't force God on anyone or anything, but I love God because he saved me. I'm telling you, he saved me, seriously. And that's another story I got to tell you guys. You can jump over to Real Talk with Angel West. We'll talk about that update. But um, I approve this message. I love you guys. Continue to be blessed. And I'm Angela Blessed. See you again. This is Jive Talks Sports Podcast. Hey, I need to get a theme song. <laughs> Bye, guys.